Hello and welcome back to Leicester's The Place with me, Jerry Taggart. And let's face it, it wouldn't be the same without my old sidekick. So much so, we're even wearing the same shirts. Yes, it's the Swamp Monster himself, Big Matelian. Now, it's fair to say that uh, in regards to myself and Matt, we have reached the pinnacle. We have a guy here today that has to go down as one of the most successful managers in the club's history. Yes, it's the one and only Martin O'Neill. Martin, welcome to Leicester's The Place. How are you doing? I'm great, Jerry. How are you? Yeah, very well. It's, I say, it's a real pleasure to get you here, so thanks very much for coming along Not and agreeing to do this. No, cheap at the price. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, not a problem. Matt? Yeah. Welcome, Martin, first and foremost. Matty, how are you? Nice yeah. to see you. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Pleasure as always to see yeah. you. You must be pretty impressed with Jerry there with his intro. I thought it was excellent. Slick. Really <laughs> slick. Considering when I signed him, he couldn't speak English at all. <laughs> you know. But uh, no, great. He's, Listen, I, I feel like I'm going back in time on a journey to the headmaster's office, waiting for six of the best. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that won't happen today. But yeah. Yeah, time's moved on, Gerald. Yeah. Are we allowed to... Well, we're just getting that stage where... I feel brave enough to call you Martin, not Gaffer. That's fine. We've Absolutely evolved, fine. We've evolved yep. to yep. that level fine. now. Not at all. That's all right, I'm glad to hear yeah. that. I didn't want to get told off at the, at the very outset. But um, yeah, ordinarily, Martin, when, when we have guests on the podcast, we, we go through their whole career pretty mm -hmm. much, sometimes from start to end and ongoingly. But with yourself, <laughs> there's that much that you've done throughout your yeah. career, both playing and managerial. We're going to focus primarily on your time Understandably so, at Leicester. Absolutely. This okay. is, yep, terrific. But we'll probably yep. jump forward and backwards a little bit mm. and drop the odd question in, but the main focus will be on your time here at Leicester mm. as manager and what successful period it was as well. And one that myself and Jerry, fortunate enough to be involved in. Um, I suppose the obvious question regarding your time at Leicester is, is just prior to that, how, how did it come about at Norwich City? Um, the move to Leicester in the first case. Right, okay. So um, uh, when I was at, um, at Wickham Wanderers, I, I was approached by Martin George about uh, uh, being um, the manager here at the time. Oh, right, okay. And, uh, and then it, 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 the, the thing fell through. I, mean, I, I think Martin just uh, eventually thought, well, I'll go somewhere else, I think, instead. I, I leave Wickham Wanderers, go to Norwich City, and uh, and funnily enough, we play Leicester in a game. Uh, this would be about uh, about September time. And the two teams were pretty evenly matched. Norwich City had just been relegated the previous yeah. year. I think Leicester might have been in the same situation. And um, so both trying to find their feet in what is called the Championship now, which yeah. was probably the first division then. And um, uh, so... I was having, um, I, I wasn't getting on fantastically uh, well with the chairman, Mr. Robert Chase. Unfortunately, he's died just uh, um, less than a year ago, at the Norwich ch chairman. But then again, I think that that might, be, um, that might be something that's pretty regular with me, not getting on with too many chairmen. <laughs> yeah, you got there you before know. I did. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much indeed. As, uh, as Alan Parry, the, um, the um, football commentator, once said, Martin, you would uh, resign if someone nicked your car parking space. 
So <laughs> probably, <laughs> there's probably a lot of truth in that. <coughs> I'm rather cantankerous. But anyway, so um, Martin, uh, Martin was losing. Um, he was losing Mark McGee to this was let, let's say this was this, about December time. He was going to be losing Mark McGee, who was the manager of Leicester, yeah. to go to Wolves. The Wolves, yeah, that was controversial. Absolutely. In itself, wasn't it? Exactly. And I think then, and I asked me, would, would, I, would I leave Norwich City and come here? And it's the, actually, it's the first contract I really broke in my whole time. And, um, I, and I, I came here, I came up, but it was, it was full of controversy. Number one, um, the crowd were. The crowd were up, in uproar, really. First of all, they'd lost Brian Little a couple of years earlier. Yeah. Mark McGee is going. And now, and I think they would probably have seen me, not so much really as a manager, but really as an ex-player at Nottingham Forest, perhaps, yeah. at the time. It didn't help. So that yeah. probably didn't help a great deal. But uh, Mark leaves, crowd are uh, in uproar. And uh, I sign, I sign um, here with Martin. Really, Martin was the one that, that brought me along, Martin George, yep. the, the chairman. But I didn't realise the backdrop to it all because Martin was having, uh, there, uh, there were a number of um, directors who didn't want me at the football club. Even at that stage? At, 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 at very early on. Yeah. Because they thought that um, they thought that Mike Walker, who was used to be in Norwich and also yeah. at Everton, they thought that he was going to become the manager. In fact, Mike actually came here. The irony of it all was the day that this was a Sunday and Norwich City were actually playing at Filbert Street against Leicester. And I'd resigned on the Sunday morning. I went to Melton Mowbray where the directors of Norwich were staying, handed in my, my notice, then skedaddled, got out of there just as quickly as possible and actually watched the game. And thankfully, Leicester won the match 3-2 because those, those points were really important come the end of the season. Course, anyway, yeah. okay, so I get the job. Mike's a bit um, uh, befuddled by it all, and um, so you were just I, sorry. You, you were due to be in charge of Norwich. I was due. To, I, well done, well done. Okay, I wasn't explaining that. That's correct. Yeah, I the, was. But you're exactly. in the sort of exactly. So <laughs> hovering anyway, in between. Yeah. So Martin takes me on anyway, and um, uh, listen. Um, uh, regardless, you're trying to win some football matches. I'm not able to do that early on. We, I think the opening game was at Grimsby. We drew 2-2, a two, two, couple of draws in that. Then we played an FA Cup game against high-riding Manchester City on the, of, of the Premier League. And we drew here at Filbert Street and then we got crushed at, uh, at um, Main Road in the game. So all of those things didn't help. The pitch, there wasn't a, there wasn't a blade of grass in the pitch mm -hmm. either at Filbert Street, you know. And um, we had a game scheduled for Boxing Day against Ipswich and we put down a tarpaulin the night before because there was going to be a frost and the groundsman, you know, um, I, nice lad, the groundsman. Mm. I'm not so sure you could describe him as a groundsman. But anyway, he... he <laughs> uh, there was a bat coming yeah. along. <laughs> he lifted the tarpaulin in the morning and just any any last blade of grass would come up come with up, it like sticky plaster just to fill it. <laughs> the referee had one look at the game and or one look at the pitch and said the game's off, you know, it's just rock hard. So the point I'm, I'm making here that from then, that was Boxing Day. Mm -hmm. So from then on into to essentially April, not a blade of grass in the pitch. So, right. so that's sort of my excuse for the football that I was yeah. going to be serving up. Okay. Anyway, so we can't win a game. And um, 
in the tenth match, we finally won after ten games. And I know I'm including a couple, a couple of cup games in that, but tenth uh, game. And the irony of it is that we actually beat, uh, we beat Wolves at Molyneux, um, by which time a couple of their player, a couple of my players, had gone to it. There's a little lad called Steve Corriga here, yes. who was yeah. a bit of a a bit of a hero. Aussie. Was he Aussie? He was an Aussie lad. A bit of a hero, uh, really, with the Filbert Street crowd. I have no idea why, but um, uh, well, he came in. He came into. Let's hope he, he's not listening. Or yeah, watching. couldn't care less. And <laughs> and uh, he came in. He came into my room after about four or five days, uh, saying that he wanted to leave to go to uh, to Wolves. And I said, well, okay, Steve, if that's what you want to do, but Wolves have to contact me first of all, you know. Yeah. I, in fairness, they did do, and uh, and he left, and that probably didn't help a great deal because he was a bit of a, a bit of a hero with the crowd, mm -hmm. and um, and that's that, and going to Wolves as well too was like um, like uh, like yeah, full in the gay, etc. Exactly. So anyway, the whole thing culminated on the um, the. Uh, the 30th of March in 1996. Who's the other player? Sorry to interrupt, The player was, sorry, a big goalkeeper, uh, Zelko Kalic, was going to go, oh, okay. but then came back again because they couldn't get yeah. a work permit. I'm, I'm getting confused with you and Robert. When, you and Roberts. You and, he, he already you gone? And le no, you and left later on. Right, left later on. Later on. Okay. He left. Uh, he, left a, uh, he scored in that game, didn't he? In the 3-2, did he? I think you probably did. And I think the male scored one Emile or two. Scored, that's Emile right. Scored, and I think Ewan scored the other one. That's, I yeah. think that's right. Well done. Stat statistician has got that it right. right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, no. And um, so Zelko was going with him, didn't get a work permit there and came back to us. And the, the significance of that of course, is important yeah. just at the end. Yeah, come to that in a bit. So, um, anyway. Was that the turning point, would you say? in that Did season, you know, that game, that one game or... No, 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 absolutely not. I thought it would be. I thought mm. we'd also, having won the game at Wolves, the pitch was... Uh, uh, sorry, the, the, the rain had just bucketed down the whole day and uh, I th our crowd were delighted to win the game, but they hadn't still not forgiven me yet mm. for a while. And um, then by the 30th of March, we played, we played Sheffield United here at Filbert Street, or at Filbert Street, and... Um, and they took the lead one nil, so there was a bit of there was a bit of unease. The unease developed into you know downright vitriol. Mm -hmm. And when they scored the second goal, and uh, to actually to win the game, but about seventy five minutes, then they just the whole Filbert Street just erupted. They just f off O'Neill, you know. Um, so that you know, and that, the thing about it is this: here, that when the crowd actually turn against you. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what sort of support you may or may not have in a boardroom, it doesn't really make any difference. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to turn that round. Mm -hmm. But in fairness, we um, and it was it was tough. Um, True, so you went out on the air on the I, local air. Well, yeah, that or? was uh, what happened. Is that um, I remember um, I remember I've been used to a bit of success because mm -hmm. at Wickham Wonders, yeah, you know, yeah. with my daughters growing up, uh, you know that they thought well, Dad just wins. You know, <laughs> and uh, no, it wasn't like this. So they were at the game at Filbert Street along with their mother, my wife, and um, so after the game there was demonstrations both outside and inside, and there was a group of people, I think they're called uh, like a blue army, I'm not exactly sure what they were, but uh, um, a renegade group, uh, mm -hmm. I must admit, but who had a bit, supposedly a bit of influence, and um, some of the directors had gathered them in into a little room, and I, hadn't, I wasn't aware of this, but I thought, I'll, I'll go in and I'll, I'll go in and try and quell it. 
So uh, they listened to me for a second or two, you know, and I just said, listen, if this is the sort of football that you're going to get, um, you know, for the next X number of months, then I'd walk away anyway. But mm -hmm. there's not any gr uh, grass. I just need a bit more time. And this was, was only a couple of months into the job. Yeah. So um, anyway, so I, I, um, the secretary, a fellow called Ian Sylvester, lovely lad, Ian, a really good lad. And uh, he, um, as I walk out of the meeting, he said, listen, Martin, there's still demonstration still outside. He said, uh, if, you, um, if you give me your car keys, he said, I'll, um, mm -hmm. I'll, drive round, I'll drive round the back. And I said to Ian, no, no, I'm going out that front, Ian. Don't you worry about that. And then I had to look out the window and I thought, you might be right. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, but anyway, I, what I did, I decided I'll go out the front. So I put, uh, I put my two daughters in front of me and I walked out. Uh, you're supposed to laugh there because yeah. that was our... Human shields. <laughs> yeah, yeah. human shields. Didn't, didn't prevent it any from that. Yeah. But uh, still a lot of vitriol and get into the car. Well, Geraldine me. in front, she'll sort them out. She was in the front seat. Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> you know, so she, um, um, she's sitting in the side and my two daughters in the back seat. So not a word said until we gone past the, the foss. And um, anyway... So Ashley, my daughter, who's about 11 at the time, she said, oh, Dad, see all that bad language that the crowd were using? Was that, was, was that aimed at you? And I'm afraid it was. And then I get this voice from the passenger side, this little Irish, my Irish wife saying, you deserved it anyway. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you did. If you can't beat Sheffield United at Filbert yeah. Street, you deserved it anyway. Yeah. So it's really, so she's very supportive in a non-supportive fashion. You know, so. And um, but the following... The following um, Monday, I went on the air to, and there was oh, okay. the, the, sort of a phone in, you know? Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, listen, let's face up to it if that's the case. And on the Tuesday, the Tuesday night, we were playing down at, um, down at um, Charlton Athletic. And Muzzy is it. I just signed Muzzy. Muzzy I just yeah. signed Muzzy. And Muzzy had come on in, in the game against Sheffield United. Mm -hmm. And just for a brief second of respite or two, Muzzy just turned, you know made a little move, which yeah. was that's brilliant. So, and I knew Muzzy could play, it was just, you know, but Muzzy must have thought this was really strange because he's just come up from Chelsea mm -hmm. on loan and he's thinking, well, the manager's not going to last another 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no. well, so that's going to be, doing what am that's I doing right. here is right. But in fairness, he was, so he, uh, he made the crowd at least um, uh, just stop roaring for a second or two. Anyway, the long and the short of it is that's here that he played. He opened the. He, he started the game and uh, on the Tuesday night at Charlton, we won one nil, and um, and came back again. Then went to London again on the Saturday, and um, we beat Crystal Palace one nil, although they absolutely pounded us mm -hmm. in the game. And I have to say, Walsh was brilliant. Right. Really brilliant. They're always the best results as a player. Brilliant in the yep. game. He was brilliant. He headed everything clear, honestly. Mm. Must have been. It was absolutely fantastic in the game. So we won. So those two, those two matches, and even though we came back to Filbert Street and lost to West Bromwich Albion, right. the crowd had kind of settled a bit. And then we go on the run, mm. and then uh, we, we won three games in a week and um, got into the playoffs. Um, even even on even, uh, sorry, got into the playoffs by beating Watford in the last day. But we still had to wait 
at Watford, even though we had won, to see a couple of other results were going our way. Yeah, yeah. So we've got into the, and I, I, do you know what? Honestly, I really felt that once we hit the playoffs, it doesn't matter who we were going to play, mm -hmm. I felt we'd, we'd win. That role. We'd go through. Yeah. And um, by which time then I had, um, I had uh, sorted out my arguments with uh, Gary Parker, Parker, whom I always had thought with Parker was a good player, but Parker, and I thought he was a bit of a barrack room lawyer, you know, more than anything else, but he wasn't that at all. I'd got it hopelessly wrong. And um, so, um, but um, he played in the games with uh, the two-leg two game against Stoke City. Kevin Poole made a great, great save at Filbert Street, kept us in it, but we won the... Uh, we won the match at, um, at um, it was the old Victoria ground, it wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. And so there we're at Wembley, by which time Lennon's by his play is mm -hmm. really, really strong. Lennon was fantastic yeah. in the final against uh, against Crystal Palace again. Even though they took the lead, we were, were really strong in the game but couldn't really get the goal. Then uh, Muzzy gets the penalty, Parker. There was nobody else I would have rather asked to take the penalty, you know, than Parker. Sticks it in the net, and then uh, Clary just shins into the net <laughs> to, to to win the game for us. But it was it was was it true you you brought uh, was it Kalich on right on okay. in the game? Well, what it was is this here, big Kalich. He was about six foot seven. That's right. Actually, nice big lad, mm. believe it or not, you know. And uh, but Kevin Poole had been terrific mm. for us during the time since I had arrived. And, but every single week, regardless of training and how bad Calix was in training, he used to say after the training, I'm ready now, Gaffer, to play. So, well, not after that performance <laughs> in training, you weren't with anyone. So, uh, we, um, as I mentioned earlier, man, he, uh, the chance of going to Wolves at the time didn't happen yeah. because of some sort of work permit, hadn't played enough games, I think, but was still with us. Anyway, so get to the final. And I had always in my mind, if it, if it did go to penalties, Kevin Poole was actually quite small for a goalkeeper. Yeah. He'd be about five foot ten, I think, eleven. Very agile, mm -hmm. but, but small. small yeah. And I just thought if, for the, for, if we did get to penalties, mm -hmm. I was going to change the goalkeeper because Callitz, at least then, was so, so tall. Yeah. And if a team like, has been used to watching another goalkeeper, then suddenly, well, what's all this about? Yeah. And psychologically, yeah, I thought... Yeah. He must be a real. He, they might think he must be a real great penalty uh, yeah. or saver. saver yeah. And um, so anyway, so I waited to the last possible minute just in case he had a proper shot to have a look at. And uh, <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> Maybe what inspired Clarice. Yeah, I need to shin this in. In quick. fairness, Clarice said to me uh, when he's pulling, I said, "You're going in," uh, and for the penalty, he says, "Don't you worry, Gavry." He he's putting on the glove. <laughs> Keepers are different. He says, they? "I'll win it for you." Yeah, said, absolutely. Too. I'll win it for you. <laughs> and uh, the sooner he got on and. Uh, Clary scores the goal yeah. and we, yeah. we go through. Didn't he, he ended up at AC Milan? He did, oh, absolutely. Yeah. He played for Casey Australia as well. AC too. Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair play to him. Yeah. yeah but, so. I mean, we'll probably come on to some of your uh, alternative ways of thinking as a manager. I mean, one thing that springs to mind automatically when you talk about that with the goalkeeper situation, but Pontus Camark in the 97 mm -hmm. Cup, Cup final yeah. against Janino. Yeah. yeah. Man to man mm -hmm. job there, um, but what strikes me while you're talking about that, we asked you one question, and you've gone 
not ranting, but you've gone yeah, through okay. every detail. You remember yeah. days, yeah. day after, every gear, what week, what the score was, <laughs> yeah. dates, yeah. everything. Oh, well, those are <laughs> when they become important to your life. Then I think there yeah, is. Yeah, but a, I mean, yeah, I, there, there, don't get me wrong, Matty. There, there are certain yeah. things that I, absolutely, there are certain things that are so so clear to me. Mm. You know, like the very first day I ever became a professional footballer in England. That's as clear to me today yeah. as. I would remember that more clearly than I remember, you know, what what I was doing about an hour and a half ago. Yeah. And um, so the day that Brian Clough arrived in 1975. Big moment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah exactly. And of course, the um, uh, I mean, arriving here at Leicester, thinking you know you you really want to do well at the football club, and then finding out that it's that it's really or you think it's not happening, and and. I, I'm I'm in a dressing room at the time that seems to be a you know the uh, I can't say it was a uproar but it was it was one of those where uh, well let's see what you can do sort of mm. thing you know and you need results you, you know every manager needs results. What did you change apart well, from personnel? Uh, yeah. I'm going to come on right, to signings. No, I, I think when, in terms of the signings, I think well Corriga goes to uh, he goes to Wolves. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I, I was actually quite pleased that, that he did because it gave me the opportunity to get Stevie Claridge in. Although, um, um, who was the little lad that went to Aston Villa? Um, good little player. Joachim. Joachim. Yeah. Julian wasn't doing great for for us. and But in my defence, it hadn't been doing really great. It looked as if he was going to be a really great player at one yeah, time. Yeah, he was burst on the scene. Really, absolutely. And hadn't been doing while, uh, uh, good for a while, but Brian Little took him, and with that sort of money and uh, the money that we got for Corriga, we we got Lenny in yeah. and uh, got um, Stevie Claridge, and those were they, they, they were like major for us, you know. Yeah. Lennon was absolutely fantastic, really, really mm -hmm. fantastic, and uh, and Claridge did great. Didn't look, you know, he looked um, effective. He, he was really effective. Yeah. And for the for the two of them, so the signings that do help, and when you start when you start winning a few games, as you I think you'll know, the the dissenters in the dressing room suddenly don't say, or well, they stay in the background for a while. Yeah. And if you win often enough, then then they kind of disappear. You know. Yeah. So, did you bring in is it right Spencer Pryor around that time, Casey no, Keller? No, Spencer and Casey came. The opening for the opening of the following in the season. Premier League. That's yeah. right. They okay, came. We so signed them on the down the line a bit. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Did, did you change the style of play a little bit from memory? Yeah, the style of play. Well, I'd I'd been. Was um, uh, he? Was yeah. obviously influenced? Might, no, that, no my, uh, absolutely. Yeah. The um, when I was at Wickham Wanderers, we would generally play four four two. A two wide player, Stevie Guppy playing wide and left hand side, and a lad called Davy Carroll playing wide right. And I know those positions yeah. inside out because I'd played them yeah. so often myself at, at Nottingham Forest. And, and they, they not only were they excellent attacking players, but they got back to help as well too. So there was no... And I had a couple of defenders who headed everything. So no, that was widely important to me, as, as, as you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and um, uh, defenders who could defend is really important. And if you've got, if you've got a chance with that, then, then I think that if you've got some flair... Um, um, going forward, then you'll always give yourself a chance, you know, to win the games. Do you look into, I'm sure you do, the, the, the character of the player as well? 
Uh, well, if I'd looked into your character, I'd never assigned you. Oh, exactly. So, Didn't look too, too and deep. The, and, the same, and the same for the fellow on my left-hand side. But you yeah. you no, signed some quite diverse individuals, didn't you? I wanted to ask you was, what? did you work people out on your own or were you given heads up? Well, can I tell you about signing him? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, right? Okay, so. Here we go. <laughs> um, John and I, I think it's John, I think John came, came with me. Uh, we, we were down to play, we being... Uh, Wickham Wanderers. Yes. We're down. We had now got into the football league. Yes. We got into the football league, and we're playing Doncaster Rovers at home. And they, there was an opportunity for me to see Doncaster play the, in the midweek, yeah. which was great because mm -hmm. you know we get to get to see them. So I travelled up to watch them uh, watch them play. And I think I collected John Robertson along the way. I think it was John was with me at the time, and they were playing Scunthorpe. Mm -hmm. And when I got to Scunthorpe, you get there in time, you have a little cup of tea, and you see a lot of, a lot of, they're like Kenny Dalgleish of Liverpool, and they're all, all here. And I thought, wait a minute, Scunthorpe and Doncaster, what are they here for? Wow. And uh, so I nosey around, and they say, oh, they're here to see the centre half of Scunthorpe play, you know? So I thought, that'll be interesting, you know, so I'll have a little look, <laughs> obviously. And, um, it was interesting seriously. for the wrong reason. And, uh, and he was dreadful. <laughs> He's absolutely he's trying to pull the ball down. He's going yeah. to I'm happy and with dreadful. <coughs> Brilliant. So anyway, on the way home, I thought, I actually said to John, that must have been a real waste of time for those boys there, you mm. know, going up to see them. Mm. What did they possibly see or how did it come about? Anyway, so the following day, the following day, or was it the day after, um, I hear that Oxford United mm. have bought him for about 175 grand. I said, well, they couldn't have been there for the Doncaster game. <laughs> he was, Dennis Smith was there. Yeah. Was he there? Yeah, he was there, Malcolm well, Crosby well, told him not to. Dennis Smith, well, obviously a very, very decent judge of a player mm. to, to, to make, to, you know, because no one in their right mind would have picked him. You yeah, know? after that performance. Absolutely. <laughs> so he goes down to Oxford. Of course, Oxford's only a few miles from Wickham. Yeah. And uh, even though they're, in, uh, they're uh, a league above us at the time. Mm -hmm. I get to see. I, I, I'm I'm always at football matches. Yeah. You know, in, the, in that time, you didn't have 15 scouts working for yeah. you or anything yeah. like this here. And uh, so I got to see him, and he kind of grew on me a little bit. You 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 played alongside um, um, Bill Gilchrist. Bill Gilchrist, Gilchrist, you know, yeah, yeah. And Gilchrist, nice left-footed lad, nice nice player. But Matty was Matty was. Uh, you know, it's okay. Yeah, he was he was getting very very strong, and um, so anyway, and uh, so by the time I get here, uh, he is definitely On definitely the radar. yeah yeah. But we wouldn't have been able to have got him be, be, um, before that, and here was this opportunity, and then and then we had this we had the battle we had the battle on with uh, Southampton because mm -hmm. Dennis Smith, I think. I, Dennis was keeping me informed, all right, but I think Dennis, uh, if he had an inkling, sorry, if he had a preference, he'd probably maybe wanted you to go inside to, to Southampton. Maybe possibly, would, yeah, possibly. possibly. But anyway, so I got that impression, anyway, but I thought, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going here. Yeah. Going. So um, we finally agreed the same fee. Matty and his ex-wife were going to go down and um, uh, see Southampton, but we... Uh, did the Lone Rangers and Tonto? We yes. cut them off at the park. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We hijacked them. We went to the hotel in High Wycombe. Yeah. Um, at the, and I have to say, John Robertson, John was brilliant. brilliant. 
I bored Matty to death about what I'm going to do with the football team. <laughs> Matty thought, oh, I'm really tired here. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And all I needed was the chairman with me to bore him as well, big, right. uh, big Tom Smeaton. Tom yeah. Smeaton big yeah. Tom, nice big lad, Tom, yeah, yeah. honestly, you know. And uh, so Tom was in, yes, we've got all these fantastic bands. We knew they didn't. Yeah. But anyway, so... Um, and uh, but John did great because John and uh, Kathy wasn't it? Yeah. Um, had uh, the little fag together, you yeah, know, oh, the yeah. cigarettes. And that was the deal. John, see, that, that was the deal. <laughs> and I think John said to me, "Listen, Kathy, uh, she, uh, she's from Birmingham, and um, I think her parents were not a million miles from <laughs> Birmingham." John used to say, "Well, Sunday lunch, you know, you don't want to be travelling down. You can't come. From, you can't come from Southampton up to Birmingham for, for Sunday, Sunday lunch. lunch. It's far, yeah. far too long. Yeah. Not that that mattered a great deal, but Matty. Strange, uh, but true. That, strange. that was not the only factor, but it was a decisive factor. Yeah. The, the enthusiasm that you yeah. put into that. Mm. Really. Oh, he well, he spoke to me about it before. Well, it was a total opposite. I went down to Graham yeah. Souness and." The, the, the chairman didn't turn up, the, the chief exec didn't, and he, he said to me that I'd think again if I was yeah. you. Meeting you was the polar opposite, yeah. and that was the defining thing that got me to sign it, Leicester, oh, really, yourself. Yeah. But again, you, you amaze me with your detail. Yeah. Mm. You know, didn't you have a similar, yeah. 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 a similar altercation when you were trying to sign Neil Lennon as well? Oh, Lenny? Yeah. Didn't you, did you go round his house or something? Oh, we went to the house. We were, John, John, uh, John <laughs> Robertson was... Fantastic, yeah. fantastic in every sort of aspect, really, really great. And, um, and also the best player when he joined in in training. Yeah, <laughs> oh, his age. absolutely. Oh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, and um, so um, uh, uh, we had, um, there was, uh, Neil's agent was a fellow called Jim Melrose. And Jim, yeah. Jim was, uh, Jim was um, uh, doing, doing work in Jim. Um, Ex-Lester Stryker. Ex-Lester yeah. Stryker, absolutely. And um, well, anyway, we got wind that, that uh, uh, Neil had a choice, or, or we had made a bid, initially £500,000. Coventry City, who were managed by... Uh, Gordon Strachan? Uh, no, no, they were managed by big, uh, big Ron Atkinson Ron at the Atkinson. time. And, um, and they had eventually gone to a fee for 750000 I would go to Dario Grady and say to him, listen, I, I'm going to match this, match this deal. OK, fine. So we have it matched. And Jim Milrose says, well, if you want to do it, because uh, you need to do something quickly because um, Neil think, I think he's going to sign for Covenant, who were in the, first of, uh, the yeah, Premier League, Premier League yeah. at the time. And um, so, anyway, John and I decided, we remembered a, a Brian Clough story where Brian Clough and Peter Taylor wanted to sign uh, Roy McFarlane mm -hmm. and never left the house. Went up to see Roy McFarlane, at, who was playing for Tranmere, I think, at the time. Right. And they were so. They, they said, "We're staying here until you sign. We're not leaving." And I think that uh, Roy's mother and father got so fed up they thought we'll sign him here because um, we want we want rid of yeah. Taylor out of this house. So we thought we'll, we'll play along with the same sort of idea. So we go up and uh, we go to Lenny's house. He's staying somewhere in Stockport. It's um, it's um, I, I've seen untidy houses in my mm. time, but. It's, was he in digs at the time? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Well, well, he was in something, anyway, you know, <laughs> in a hole. Exactly sure something that resembled a yeah, house. Yeah, absolutely. Some I think he was sharing it with a couple of friends who were who. Uh, this was about half ten. Who were just getting up, and um, so it was one of those. But um, so, um, and uh, uh, there was uh, there was um, a piece of cheese on the on the table, and um, and the mice were turning it down. You know, so. so and I, I, we had a chat with Lenny, and um, 
I, I said to Robbo, Robbo, honestly, if the mice are turning down this cheese, I said, it's maybe time to get out of here. Yeah. We d I didn't. I yeah. was <laughs> only was but anyway, like pizza anyway, box. Like, it was. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or? And, uh, yeah. and uh, so, but we had a competition because I, the only thing I did say to Neil Lennon was that, Lenny, I've seen you three times in succession, which I had mm -hmm. in the games. Uh, this was Crewe, luckily enough, because Crewe had played Southampton in the FA Cup matches, right. and they'd also played Bradford in their league. And I, I, I don't know how on earth I got, and Bradford, I don't know how I was able to see the three games, but I did in quick succession. So it was, it, this wasn't just taking a, 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 a risk. You yeah. knew what you could you do. Knew you were, yeah. Absolutely knew what you could do. Did I think you were going to be as brilliant as that? I'm not so sure about mm -hmm. that there, but I knew. And um, so anyway, I just said to him, listen, I've seen you play. I, I bet you Ron Atkins doesn't even know whether you can head the ball or not. Well, that might be true. Ron would, might not have known, yeah. you know. Not, but the, the, and there's a fairly decent chance that, that Coventry City would be able to offer him more money mm -hmm. and also in the, in the Premier, Premier League, League as well yeah. too. All of those things. So, but in fairness to Lenny, he turned it down and mm. turned Coventry down and came to us. That's a big coup, really, if, really, like, really for big, a player honestly, yeah. to and turn it, down a Premier yeah, League club. Yeah. For a and I, I honestly, I, Stevie Claridge was f absolutely fantastic as well mm -hmm. with the two of them together. If we hadn't had those those players, then uh, I think promotion would have would have passed us by. Right. You know. Just the last bit on that Neil Lennon saga was there. <coughs> there was always tales that he wrote down. I mentioned there about the pizza box. Mm. He wrote down the details of the contract. I probably did along those <laughs> yeah. lines and offered it to him. There you go. Yeah, margarita. Yes or no? <laughs> I probably he was more interested in what was inside the pizza box. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. That's Probably did. Some player, Lenny, wouldn't they? Yeah, he did. How, how integral, Martin, would you say Robbo, the likes of Robbo, Steve Walford and Seamus were to you? you oh, I, I, I know you've mentioned Robbo yeah. there, but... I, Stevie, Stevie, was a, Stevie was a really good coach. Mm. Really good coach, you know. He was... Um, um, Stevie was... Uh, f first of all, I, I knew him as a player. The two of us were players at Norwich City. Ah. He's, he's younger than me, obviously, but... And uh, and so we signed at Norwich City roughly about the same time as players. Mm -hmm. So I, got, I, 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 I knew about him. Anyway, uh, I left Norwich and he left and went to West Ham. And then his career was, uh, was uh, um, coming to an end. His last days were at Wickham. I signed him to Wickham. From, and anyway, but um, so when I went to Norwich City, I brought him along with me as the youth team and reserve team coach. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I came to Leicester, uh, Wally said, well, they might be offering me something here at Norwich. He said, Martin, but I want, I want to be the first team coach. Mm -hmm. And in fairness to him, he said that he wanted to be the first team right. coach at, at, uh, at Leicester. Mm -hmm. And I said, absolutely. By which time I'd got to see what he could do, yeah. you know, and knew. And, um, and he was, he and John had a, had a I, I feel this, maybe, maybe hopefully you'll agree, that they... They integrated really well Brilliant. with the players for a Brilliant. start, didn't they? Really well with the yeah, players. They did this Brilliant. here. They did it at Leicester City and did it at Aston Villa really well. And that's where I could stay. I can stay aloof of it. You know, yeah. I, you know I still think that I'm reasonably okay. <laughs> but um, but I, can stay, I can stay out of it. Um, and, let, and I used to say to John and, and Steve, uh, you know, I don't want you to be reporting things back to me. I'm not mm. that. I'm really not that bothered, unless somebody is 
commit a felony or something like this yeah. and is about to be arrested, you can let let me know. But overall, that 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 was it. And I think a lot of I think a lot of the players, uh, it was certainly at Celtic, and hopefully maybe you would agree here, could confide not that they not that they were telling uh, John and Steve their you know their most intimate details, but they could confide with them in a way that they thought, well, listen, they'll take it in the right manner. They'll not be they'll not be reporting back to me. Am I yeah. explaining myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Sense. No, Robbo was always sure. a good sounding board. Yeah, yeah. You know, even yeah. you know if he. Even if he was just going yeah. down to the laundry to leave yeah. the kit and he was sat there with Sheila mm -hmm. and Dilly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you could just have a quick chat with him, a quick two-minute chat. When Seamus came along, here was the, the biggest thing I, I felt. I, we had real trust in each other mm -hmm. in the sense that if John had a, uh, had a thought about a team or Steve had a thought about a side, eventually... I know that whatever they would say would have stayed in there and said, yeah. this is the team, if that's the case. And, that, and they would never be outside and they would never be saying to someone else, oh, well, I would have picked a different team. Yeah. I've seen this happen before yeah, with yeah. managers and assistant managers, you know, mm -hmm. honestly. So I know that there. And even even in a pub, they would never let their guard down and, and because it wouldn't they, they wouldn't be saying, oh, well, I would have been doing something different. So we had complete trust in each other. Uh, when Seamus came and joined us. Which is massively important. Uh, really, really important because you feel as if that you, you, have these, um, you have these people beside you that, that have your back. Yeah. Even if they don't agree with you initially. Even if they don't necessarily agree with, with what your team is. Yeah. And I think John used to always say to me, go with your gut instinct. Mm. And, um, and I, I, I did. That's why you seldom played. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so... Um, only joking. I'm only kidding, young man. Honestly, he was excellent. Oh, there you go. Yeah, excellent. I'm going to tell you a story about your dad, right? Look, I signed him. He said it was a freedom of contract from Bolton Wanderers. Personally, it was because Bolton couldn't wait to get, let it, get shot of him. But anyway, so I take him along, and, uh, and it's up to you, I said, to battle into this side. Yeah. And then for quite some weeks, I thought, it's not really happening. And um, and I actually said to him, um, I said, Jerry, listen, honestly, you know, you're not going to, it's not going to happen for you here. So you might have to think of something else. You're not giving me a proper chance, Gaffer. He said, you're not, you know. I said, well, I just can't, I can't afford just to give you a chance. I'm running a football team here, but if you do get into the side, he said, let us see, okay. And um, he won the Player of the Year at the end of the season, you know. <laughs> so. There you are. Point proved. Well, it didn't yeah. quite go that way, did it? The conversation, but <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit more heated than that. It was slightly more heated. Slightly heated, more yeah. heated than that. Well, I can't, yeah. it's very difficult for me to get heated with you, Jerry, no. because one, oh. you're much bigger than me, no, and I'm a big softy though. But you are, yeah. yeah. But yeah. No, it, I did get a bit I, heated. But all right, if you want to tell your son, go ahead. No, 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 not at all. I, not at all. I'll leave it at that. Time mellows. Mm. Yeah. Time mellows. But you, you, you proved we're both, you, you proved your point, which was well, great. Well, no, I think, yeah, well, you made me prove it, yeah. which is well, which you would say is great management. management then. <laughs> right, okay, but seriously, if there'd been uh, this is sometimes you get a, a little. Uh, what shall I say? Um, it, something that works out, you feel as if oh gosh, it was uh, that, oh we had the right approach. Sometimes it just it's not necessarily that, mm. and and you have to take credit for it because. You did great. I had I had lost a bit of faith in you, yeah. and you have to. So it's all right me saying you know oh that's a fine bit of management. No, you did it. That's the most important thing.
Right. Honestly, you have to do it. You have to yeah, do no, it. Absolutely. Regardless, and um, yeah. So, so that's players would have just went by the wayside. That's the only there. praise you're getting today. <laughs> right, okay. He's being so, quite gracious now, Martin, yeah. but. Away from the cameras, he's always telling people that version anyway. Is he? Is uh, about how well he did, despite, uh, <laughs> <laughs> despite your negativity. Brilliant, brilliant, but, uh, brilliant. But yeah. no, I mean, for some reason, not all of them, but so many of your uh, your signings tend to work, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. The, you know, I I did take, I did do my homework on, yeah. on you know. Believe it or not, I knew you. I knew about you. I would have known about him well, anyway. Wally, Steve Wolf told me that, that between <laughs> him, Robbo, and you, you watched me umpteen times. Yeah, absolutely. Times. And absolutely. I, I was unaware of that. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, no. I know. And uh, and there, there were certainly two times that uh, when I was at uh, when I was at Wickham that I didn't. I I, I actually went to the uh, was it the Manor Ground, wasn't it? You, yeah. At Oxford, and actually just paid my own way in. Yeah. To the game, you know, just right. to watch you play. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was fortunate that you, you were located nearby. Yeah, yes, yeah. and, and always it was yeah. nice to get out of the house as well too. So <laughs> it was really great. So you were my excuse. Yeah, no, so. no successful times. I mean, so we move on to the Premier League. Well, exactly. Yeah, we haven't even got that far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good job we're just talking about Leicester, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Next week. Stick, with, stick with it. Yeah, till yeah. next week. But um, yeah, no, so obviously the back end of that playoff final, Claridge. Mm. The elation of, of getting promoted, and then all of a sudden, there's sort of like the realization, I suppose, it dawns on you that you don't want Leicester to keep being a yo yo club as mm. they were around that yeah. time. Yeah, and you were putting some, yeah, there was, yeah, there was, there was a change. Um, Martin George was stepping down, which was a, a bit sad for me. And there's a bit of there was a bit of infighting going on in the in the background at the um, uh, which reared its head possibly far too it often. To be ongoing, didn't it? Yeah, it seemed yeah. really, really ongoing. However, anyway, there was this idea that uh, that um, that some of the board members had of getting into the the twenty club, where every people there was no real fantastic money around. Uh, any money it was around, I think it was it was provided by Martin George. I think you know at the time. So, but Martin was deposed in many aspects, and uh, and um, as chairman anyway, and new chairman coming in, and then they decided they boarded this idea that they could raise uh, five million pounds by twenty men putting twenty businessmen yeah. putting two hundred and fifty yeah, thousand pounds. Yeah. It never n never really materialised. But I was able to buy just before the season started. I was able to buy Spencer Pryor and Casey Keller, and. Um, uh, which uh, Casey was about nine hundred thousand, I think, and whatever Spencer was six or seven. Or see, see, there again, two individuals there, excellent mm. buyers, did really well for you. Yeah, but totally different personalities to say, say myself and Jerry. Yeah, or certainly Ian Marshall. Yeah, the likes of that, yeah. and yeah. so it's Marshall. not just personality. It's sort of Marshall, good lord. <laughs> there's a, there's another. Yeah. Episode altogether. Isn't yeah, Ian Marshall. Perhaps we'll come on to him and the yeah, likes of Walshy. But yeah, you're quite diverse personalities yeah. that you yeah. brought to the club. Yeah, I didn't. I knew Spencer anyway from my time at Norwich. Course, yeah. So I knew that there. And yeah, steady, steady. Yeah, do steady a job, absolutely. Could do 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 a, do a decent job, and um, so. But um, it's it's interesting you're talking about systems that you play, um, but I. When I was um, uh, when I came here, I I played three at the back, you know, the yeah. uh, to to uh, primarily because I think the the best one we had was obviously Walshy, and uh, 
and sometimes the playing at three at the back was to try and shore up things as much as anything else, yeah, yeah. rather than rather than thinking it's a, you know it's a real attacking formation. Although in fairness to me, my wing backs always were attacking players who had a, yeah. a you know genuinely attacking players yeah. who would want to work back for you, but weren't maybe all that brilliant at doing it. But uh, but anyway, okay. you even got Andrew Impey working back. Andrew Impey, that would be difficult. <laughs> it's a feat in itself. In a, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, getting back to it. So we, yeah, I knew that I knew it was going to be difficult for us to start first opening games. We drew at Sunderland anyway. Beat uh, beat Southampton here, where Emil, who wanted to play centre forward now because he had been playing wide left for us yeah. in the run up to promotion, and he scored a couple of goals against Southampton. Um, then next, uh, the next couple of matches. Me was some player yeah. back then. Wasn't yeah, absolutely. Then we got we got turned over at home here against uh, against Liverpool. You realise what a gap there was, but but we stuck at it, stuck at it. Finally, the lads were coming to terms with it, you know. And then we started to eke out a few results, and um, and in the meantime, we were getting some. We were we were doing quite well in the um, in the League Cup. Yes, and. Um, <coughs> And that the little run in the League Cup was was great. You you came in January time, mm. wasn't it? About January, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Stevie Guppy came at that time, although you were cup tie, and um, and it just it, it it picked up a bit of picked up a bit of momentum. By which time now I've won the crowd over, you know, yeah. and um, which might not necessarily have still been the same. And I, maybe I'm making too much of this here, but even though we got promotion, I still felt that. We might be a bit of unease, and particularly <coughs> when we hadn't been strong in the transfer market. Remember, yeah. mm. Casey, Casey, and uh, and Spencer came two days before we opened the game, opened the season at Sunderland. You know, yeah. so um, and anyway, so and I think that, but gradually things were starting to work. We're we're winning a few matches. We're holding our own. It was always a battle the first season to see, mm. you know, just to try and stay up. I felt that the players were really. Right behind me, you know. At mm. that, oh yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. At that stage, and um, and so, some some players playing phenomenally well, and of course it does help when the players that you sign are doing really well yeah. as well too. You know. So anyway, as you mentioned, Matty, a lot of positivity. It's the first word I've used now, and I've been here half an hour. <laughs> so <laughs> not at all. I was only trying to tell you how difficult it was to begin with, but um, no, I love. I, I honestly, I love the football club. The next couple of years, where you lads, um, in the sort of success that we had was uh, just phenomenal, and uh, and I genuinely would not have left had um, had not Celtic have come in. You know. Yeah. Anyway, but no, exactly. We, That's a little bit down. We were, just quickly, sorry, to well, on that. But mentioned it. Um, I was going to mention. Uh, the banners, how times turned quickly. I did, yeah. When, they, when the banners and the balloons were going up saying, please don't leave, Mark. That was yes. that really nice, honestly. I, I, how did that affect you? Well, I made all of those banners myself, which was really, <laughs> really, really important. And then handing them out, getting my two daughters to hand them out, just to the crowd coming in yeah. before the games, was really, really terrific. And I don't know how they got round to it, but yeah. they did, you know. Please take this one for Daddy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but uh, no, that was yeah, was, that was, was really nice. special. Yeah, it was. It? it was absolutely. You know, so yeah, that was the, a few of yeah. the players had those banners as well, didn't they? Yeah, no, nah, one, <laughs> one or two had them. No, they they they, they scored <coughs> they scored out the don't. Please, please go. Yeah, please yeah go. there were one or two of them as well. Yeah. yeah, you'll always have one or two. But I'll just um, I know the story really. I know the reason behind it, but. 
perhaps for people listening, watching, um, would you run, run over the reason that you decided to employ Pontus K. Mark as man marker against Janino yeah. on the back of the league fixture? The league fixture, yeah. <laughs> we played a couple of weeks beforehand at Filbert Street and, uh, and, and he murdered us, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. He was... That, at that stage, Middlesbrough themselves were having a difficult time, believe it or not, in the league, yeah. and they finally got relegated that season, even though they reached two, 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 two cup finals. finals. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the superstars but as well. Yeah, they, he, had a, yeah, they had Emerson, yeah. Emerson uh, Ravinelli, mm -hmm. and uh, Janino. Janino was definitely the best attacking yeah. midfield player oh. in the country at the time. Yeah. Right. You know? right. And he, he, he ripped us apart. And therefore, you couldn't let him maraud round Wembley. He causes all sorts of problems. And Remember, we had a set piece and Gary Parker got left 1v1 against Janino. Mm -hmm. I think it was the third goal that they yeah. scored. And it, was, uh, I was, uh, it wasn't a contest, put <laughs> it that way. It, was it wasn't pretty. And it wasn't a contest. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It must have been. So, um, and so we're, we're, we've got them in the final and I thought if we could negate him... And, and make it a 10 v 10 for as much as possible. Sometimes that you're you're not able to man mark a player of such ability out of a game completely. But if you have someone keeping an eye on him, and Pontus, I felt was was capable of doing that. Yeah, did an amazing Even, job. He did fantastically in both games. That, well, that's a big, big decision for you to make. Yeah. I did, so, yeah. or, did you not feel that at the time when you well, made I'd, that decision? Because you're yeah. taking one of your own players out of the to sacrifice, not sacrifice yeah. as such, but yeah. you're saying, Pontus, I need you to do this today for yeah. me. Uh, and to have that conviction to, to choose him instead of, I don't know, say Eleni or somebody like that there. Yeah, I, I think that, I, I think, yes, Pontus, I, I felt that Pontus was capable of doing the job and, uh, and that he could, that I think he, I thought he had the discipline to do it. Right. Whereas maybe some of the other lads wouldn't have had that sort of discipline, would want it to have played. Pontus wasn't, Pontus still wanted to play the game. Yeah. But Pontus was, uh, well, he gave me the impression that he would be happy to do the job. And then if there was any little bits and bobs that he could do while on the ball, fine. Fair enough. Not no, particularly absolutely. creative. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pontus, you know. By his own admission. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he wasn't, you know. You know he, just he had said. weird technique. I can't remember exactly what, but I'm sure he's... Technique, he used to, he he used used to, to look at their the eyes. eyes. Yeah. He used to look at the players' eyes, which I find Whatever really shapes difficult. they were throwing. Yeah. Really, really difficult. You think you should be looking at the opposition's feet mm. yeah. to go down to see what way the ball's yeah. turning, but he looked, kept staring at their eyes, you know? Yeah, Maybe works. that's what put the player off. Maybe so. But, um, but yeah, so... Uh, it was effective. It was effective, and, and eventually it, it certainly played a, a part in us, uh, us winning. I, didn't, I wouldn't do it with you, Jerry. I wouldn't know which one of the three to look at. <laughs> four. Yeah, or four. But it was a... That was like amazing times, though, wasn't it, for a club like Leicester? You know, mm. Flirting with sort of relegation up yeah. and down. Then all of a sudden, staying up quite comfortably as it yeah, was in yeah, the end. Yeah, wasn't yeah it? we did. We I think we ended up 14. We finished ninth or something. Ninth, no, was it? We, ne we never were out of the top ten. Sorry, it was, years, wasn't it? Yeah. Ninth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah which even though there was worries about relegation in the last stage, winning the cup, mm -hmm. major trophy, yeah. and then playing in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. Time absolutely. Against, a, against Atletico Madrid yeah. with Janino. With Janino, yeah. 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 Not, yeah. How was that? Yeah. Martin, obviously I, I hadn't joined yet. Yeah. Uh, how was that experience? Because there was obviously a few controversial decisions in that tie. Oh, the, oh, the referee was terrible. He was really terrible here at, at, at Filbert Street. And... Um, 
uh, yeah, he's given... Uh, we had three penalty uh, shouts, de definite penalties who weren't given in the game, you know. And um, this was the, the second game. We'd done, we'd done pretty well mm. in the first match as well. Took the lead as well. Too. Was it Marshall scored the goal? Yeah. Yes. Big Marshall. You, yeah. You've got this opportunity of beating a team like Atletico Madrid yeah. who were Top massive team. at the time. Absolutely. For us to, to, to keep going in the competition. <clears throat> was really... Absolutely. And, we'd, and as well, we were, we'd got off to a really good start that season. I think after... I think that we had, after nine games, I think we had about 18 points in the board. Wow. So we were really That's going strongly right at the time. Two, yeah, points, two, two, two points, two points, points absolutely. Game, yeah. So we were, we were really flying at the time, and um, so that yeah, really disappointing because you know you you've qualified for Europe, albeit through winning the League Cup. Mm -hmm. You play in Europe. You want to have a couple of matches. We knew the first one was going to be really difficult. They had just signed a number of players. Juninho. They signed the big. Um, Big Italian centre forward as well too. Um, Vieri. Yeah, yeah, well done. And um, I remember it. So yeah, <laughs> excuse me. So they were, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Big and team. for us, yeah. So the, the frustration was there, but it's the yeah, some team they had. The, game, yeah. the frustration was not just the penalty decisions, Martin, as well, was it? It was the free kick. Remember the free kick. Oh, the free kick. With Gary, uh, Parker? Uh, Gary Parker. Gary Parker took a quick free That's kick. That's right, and he booked them. And he booked him. Yeah, he booked him for it. You know. So booked him, which meant he was off. Yeah, yeah. We were man down for taking Absolutely. a quick free kick. Booked him for a free kick, you know. So, listen, honestly. Well, and then might have been. yeah, I was going to say then we move on. Uh, the league cup wasn't so great for that season. That the next year season. we lost it. Lost at Grimsby. Grimsby, yeah, uh, yeah. Up at Grimsby, yeah. That and was grim. Yeah. The so year after that. Year after. We get to the, get yeah. to the final again yeah. against Tottenham. Yep. Yeah. And you come in, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we lose that game. Yes. Again, as a manager. We have a final. Yeah. Yeah. How does that, even though the party afterwards was in full flow, thanks to a few <laughs> of my mates, my uncle Shane, <coughs> if yes. you remember. Yeah. Well, uh, as far as the game. Well, you're the only man I know, Jerry, could celebrate a defeat. <laughs> you didn't do too bad yourself, I, I, I after I the initial. After the initial disappointment. And the initial disappointment, that initial disappointment lasted for about right. four years. Maybe. Right, well, there you go, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, um, Actually, you yeah. mentioned that, Martin. So I, just I, I always remember that. Tony yeah. Curry right. coming up there after that game. Uh -huh. He tells that story where he's come up there and he's like in tears or near in tears mm. and you go up and put your arm around him and say, what's up? Mm. And he said, well, that, that's it. That's my last chance ever to win a medal. And he says to him, We'll you pat back. him on the back and you said, we'll be back next year. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. And we're back. We're back again. That's another one of those yeah. situations where things fall into place. <laughs> which is really which is really what we want to get to. We want to get to his couple of goals. <laughs> his man, <laughs> no, no, his no. man of the match. We've heard and, enough. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, but I, I was it was great to win it. It was really great. It was Second brilliant. Oh, brilliant honestly. It was just absolutely fantastic. I was going to just jump in there quickly when you said about that defeat affected you for four years. I know it's just probably a slight exaggeration, but it won't mind you saying that, it still rankles with us yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. But um, but that was like part of your character as a manager. It, I always remember that. If we Was it a conscious thing or was it just your emotions? Because when we won, it didn't matter who it was against. It could be Chesterfield, 1-0 mm. at home, second round of the Coca-Cola Cup. Yeah. We won. It was like winning the World Cup. Yeah. Celebrate. 
you know, genuine enthusiasm and yeah. elation. Yeah. If we lost, didn't matter who we lost against, it was like total de dejection, yeah. wasn't it? You know, yeah. it affected us. And I, I think it was just how you react anyway. I yeah. don't know, but was it part of your sort of managerial ploy as well? Because no. it used to have a good effect on us because we yeah. hated, yeah. absolutely hated losing you, because you, of it. Yeah. Matty, the game's about, honestly, the game is about winning. It's yeah. about winning. And uh, let no one else tell you differently. It's about winning. Managers can lose their jobs even if they do win a couple of games. But chances are they're going to lose jobs if, they, if, if you're losing. And it's not just that. It's, it's, it's uh, it, as a player, yeah. I was always the last one in the dress, out of the dressing room. And, and I, I, you know, my... my time trying to prove Brian Clough wrong about me was, you know, it's yeah. so many times. But I felt as if, you know, if we lose this game, I might suffer. Right. Even I might even have yeah. scored a goal in the match, but yeah, I might yeah. suffer from all of this here. So it's all, it's been that. It's been, but, but even as a kid, you want, to, you, want, you want to win. I mean, I've got two brothers, younger brothers, and I used to give them starts in racing, you know, at right. the time. And... But I couldn't possibly let them win the race. I know people go through this. I can't let them win yeah. the race. I'll go very, very close to it. And then what happened, Matt, is that I had a younger brother called Shane that was miles quicker than me when right. it finally got to the point. I was a professional footballer with Nottingham Forest. He used to take me out for runs in the, after, in the, in the evening time. Yeah. And he would give me about five-yard start over a hundred and beat me. Right, he's and giving you a start. He yeah. gave me the start, you know. Yeah. So that's the frightening, frightening yeah. thing. He was a schoolboy. He was a schoolboy. Wow. So that was mm -hmm. really worrying at the time, you know. <laughs> and, that, that, um, that was something that used so, to shine through to me, though, yeah. you as a manager. I was, like, people would say, how can you encapsulate why Martin's so good as a manager, man manager, whichever way you want to look at it. And like, in simple terms, yeah. I just used to say that to see his enthusiasm, your yeah. energy, your desire to yeah. win. You have to win. When you, you'd done big things you've won two yeah. European Cups yeah. and here we were you know players playing at yeah. Leicester okay Premier League but we haven't achieved anything yeah. like you had so at least we can do is mm -hmm. give our all yeah. and that was a big part of your management I well thought. there's two examples I, I, I could give you Matty I think that, that I was um, at Wigan Wanderers and um, and to me it was the be all and end all of everything of everything we're in the league, we're in the Vauxhall Conference, the league before, before yeah, the big league, yeah. and we're playing teams like, uh, like Bromsgrove, Kidderminster, and teams mm -hmm. like this here. And, and that was all consuming for me. Right. And it didn't really matter. By the time it would be half past six on a Saturday evening, by the time I would have known how Manchester United might have done. I had no interest. And the whole thing was a, a mm. all consuming. And of course, the lads that are pl playing for me have favourite teams. Mm -hmm. And this young lad I had signed from Brentford as a, a, a called Jason Cousins, who was brilliant for me. Also very handsome as well too. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, um, but um, I honestly, brave as a lion, went through, went through a brick wall and I loved him. But he was a big Arsenal fan. And so we've just won this big game. Uh, and I overheard him in the dressing room saying, how have Arsenal done? And I gave him the most <laughs> unmerciful <laughs> rollicking. I said, no. No, you want to know how Starbridge did, son. You know, I'm telling you, you'll find out later on about how Arsenal did. It was one of the questions asked, how had Arsenal done? We're just in there and we've just won a big game yeah, here. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm quoting that as an example. Jason was, he was 
actually all-consuming, but he just stepped out of line yeah, this yeah, time yeah. and asking about yeah, Arsenal, yeah. maybe in the excitement. But here's the point I want to make. So I, I'm down at Wickham. My, my two daughters, who would never have seen me play, you know, were never, uh, never, um, uh, never around when I was playing. So really, all, all they knew about the dad, dad was a football manager. So Ashley, who's intelligent girl, um, <coughs> we're down at Wickham. I'm, um, we've left a really good house in Nottingham to have um, rented accommodation down at Wickham. Thought I'd be staying in the rented house for about six months. Ended up they've been there for about three years, and um, but every Saturday, every Saturday, my daughter Ashleen knew that if the results are good, that we can head off to a Chinese restaurant in High Wycombe. Might might have been a bit dodgy Chinese, but it doesn't really matter. And they would have a really good time in the Chinese. But if you lost, Dad was morose and not there. Yeah. And um, so I, when, when I'm saying cheerio to them and uh, if the game's at, at Wickham, they'll come to the match. If it's close enough at hand, they might come to the away games. But then anyway, Ashley used to always come out, asked to wind down the window for me and said, Dad, just win. Yeah. Just win. That's so she knew. So honestly. That's spoiled the Chinese. Just win. Absolutely <laughs> right. So, and that's, and, and that's it. You, you, you have, you, you have, it's, it is winning. It's, and winning, Winning a football match is, 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 is everything. You know this yourself. It yeah. doesn't need to be... You know, don't yeah, no, I think certainly professional players have mm. got it in them, mm. obviously, that competitiveness. But mm. I was going to say you take, took it to extremes. That's the yeah. wrong thing to say. But it was magnified yeah. by, by you, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Because and it didn't matter who we were playing. It's that you, you win the game. That's, that's good. And you know what? When you've won, it gives you... It gives you a, a little bit more time to analyse, you know, analyse, and you can be, yeah. you, you know, afterwards. So even even if you know that somebody hasn't, you've won a game, and even one of the lads hasn't done all that well, yeah. you still feel as if, yeah, listen, you're in with it, you're in with that crowd, yeah. And it can, and it can, if you think sometimes a manager, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure how I felt about it, but sometimes, even if somebody didn't do all that well, if you've won, it's glossed over what that player has mm. not necessarily yeah. done, and I might go with the same team the following week, you know. So, that's up. Yeah, listen. Talking of winning games, and talking about uh, Matty's two goals, but we're going to skip past that. Yeah. To, you brought Stan Collymore. Yeah. Into the football club. Yeah. I think it was the week after we won the, the Worthington Cup. We played Sunderland at home. Yeah. And Heskey and Collymore. Played up front. That was that. I I I think, I think, and and it was only one game because the mm. following Thursday, uh, Emil signed for Liverpool. Yeah. So. Um, but, that but it was a week after the cup final, yeah. and uh, and that was really really strong side. We mm. really really good side. Collymore could, he could he could play, and you know I remember him as a kid when uh, when he played for um, Stafford Rangers, wow. and. Uh, he played against Wickham Wonders one day at the old Lokes Park ground. Mm. We could see he definitely had ability. And the next thing you know, South End, I think South End bought him for a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, two hundred thousand pounds in the Vauxhall Conference. That's amazing. And um, but anyway, so and and Collymore had did, uh, did obviously had a bit of a bit of baggage carrying around with him. It didn't really worry me as long as he uh, did it in the field. I wasn't expecting him to act the act the buffoon round. Uh, 
he and um, he and uh, was it who was it who was with him? Uh, we're, we're talking about the. <coughs> we're talking about the. Which incident were you talking about? We're talking about <laughs> La Manga. La Manga. Right. La Manga. Yeah. La Manga one. I think Walshy was on the scene, wasn't yeah, he? But, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, not Polymer. That game. The game. The that game. game that yeah. five-two game yeah. where he scored a hat trick on yeah. his home debut, and, yeah. and like you say, it obviously come with a bit of baggage. Did you obviously know about that? Did you know yeah, how yeah, to? Yeah, were you managing him in, in a certain way to try no, and get I, the best? I think that. Yeah. I think that. Colin Moore, listen, we all like to be treated in a, 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 yeah. a, in a reasonable manner and you're hoping that someone might, if, if that's the case, that someone can respond to it. It doesn't necessarily always happen, you know. Mm. But, uh, and, um, but Colin Moore, was, he, he, he could play. He's proved himself to be a player. And so if he's had a bit of a difficult time, then perhaps maybe, maybe this might be a point where he might feel as if he, he's wanted, you know, mm. and he might, he might, Display for you, you know. That's that, that's 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 what I was hoping to get. On I didn't. Um, uh, his uh, ability was never in dispute, and uh, he was absolutely phenomenal that day. But um, um, so I wasn't. I probably wasn't around long enough after that. There, and he yeah. broke his leg, didn't he? Yeah, he, that's he, right, he, yeah. Just, he had an injury about about three or four games after that. There, which was a, a setback. And by the time that he was in recuperation. I'd gone to Celtic, you know. So I'd, li I'd like to have worked with Stan for a, a lot longer than, than we did, you know. Yeah, you, you listen to Stan. I mean, we'd see him occasionally yeah. bump into him. Mm. I've heard him numerous times. He says that was the happiest he yeah. was in a dressing room. Is that right? In that yeah. short time at Leicester, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, yeah really? rather than... You know, we accepted him into the fold as well, mm. obviously, yeah. you know, under your guidance, etc. But... He might have had more spectacular times at yeah, Liverpool yeah, and elsewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he said that dressing was his favourite time away from right. the pitch. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, that's nice. Right. Okay. Didn't know that. But he's a, uh, yeah, he's, he's a complex character, yeah, Stanley, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yes, never dull. No, he's never dull. <laughs> absolutely. How, how did how did Emil Heskey leaving and going to Liverpool affect you, Martin, as right, well as okay. the rest of us? Okay. Right. Uh, I knew that he was down to go to at the end of the season. Right. Uh, right, and uh, the fee was £9 million at the time. Uh, just after the League Cup final, uh, he, he, listen, we knew that he was going to be heading, uh, or right. certainly myself and uh, Mr Elson, the, the yeah. chair, yeah. and the board. And so the offer of £9 million from Liverpool, I think, um, wasn't it Jared Hooley who was in charge, mm -hmm. um, was um, was accepted, and it was going to be at the end of the season. But, but in those days... I think the transfer deadline was March, March time, March right. the third, third Thursday or whatever it was, happened right. to be or something like that there. And Emil and the agent uh, wanted to go, wanted to go, wanted to sort of bed in at Liverpool earlier than just the start of the, start of, or at the end of the season. So we got an extra two million pounds for him. But it was still, a, it, he was going to be hard to replace. Mm. That's the point. Although the only thing about it is this, that we would have had more time to consider, you know, other options. Other options. But other options were going to be difficult to find, mm -hmm. you know. And while eleven million pounds today, as we, uh, you know, we're talking about, seems like nothing, it was, you know, it was a lot of, a lot money, of money at that time. Yeah. And um, I can't believe how how fees have escalated in the manner in which they've done. But um, anyway, so um, yeah, I, I I was leaving, but I still I don't think. I don't think that that would be the reason why I was just going uh, up stakes. I mean, that my job, 
is to try and find other players, mm -hmm. you know. And I'd done it reasonably well up until then, so that I was hoping I'd be able to, you know, be able to do something again. We might have to change certain things about the team. We might have to adopt a different, a different approach in certain matches. But he was going to be hard to replace. There's no yeah. question about it. And would it, would it, um, and when Celtic did come in for me, was it? Did it? Was that a decision? Was that a decision? I, do you know what? Was it a losing ask? Right. I can't categorically deny that that is the case. Honestly, Jerry, I just don't really, I don't really, I should remember th mm -hmm. this particular thing. I still felt it was my duty to go and get other, other players in, and I think I maybe could have done that. But I think, I think perhaps maybe Emil leaving at the stage, and I thought, well, okay, we've qualified for Europe, we're in Europe again, we've done that. And, uh, and I think, you know, Maybe, maybe it did. You know, mm -hmm. I please. I'm not. I'm not filibustering here. I don't no, no, no. It's fine. I just uh, don't. I, again, I get back to the point. It is my job mm -hmm. to go and find replacements. replacements yeah. And if Celtic had not come in for me, I wouldn't have really? left. I was really happy, right. really, right. really happy at the football club, and I would not have left if this had been another Premiership club mm -hmm. coming in for me. Honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't have left. There was plans afoot at the time to move to a new stadium, mm -hmm. but Filbert Street was really like my home, yes. or I felt it was like my home then, you know. And uh, and so from that viewpoint, I know I had really no intention of going, even even in June. You say to yourself, well, I had this window of opportunity in the month of June. If teams come in, I could speak to them, but it didn't really matter. And let me tell you how to, I go to Celtic for less money than, than, mm. I, than I was getting at, at Leicester. So I believe. So, yeah. you know, so that's, that's the point. I think, I think there's, you know, a certain genre of people understand that. I understand, mm. yeah. obviously, because yeah. Of, of, I, I of, think, of my background and your right. background. I think the thing that we had, um, you know, in the background where, where, I'd, where I was having... Um, little bit of uh, difficulty with some of the board members who mm -hmm. were still uh, hovering around at the time. But they, they had gone. And I think that those people who had taken, uh, taken my side, some supporters who had taken my side, or not, you know, just, just kind of off-centre, not, not, not actually board members, but, you know, maybe a little step down from that there who had really followed me. I think they felt disappointed that I've, I, I've gone now having battled through all of this here. Although I personally felt that the battles I was taking on or my, well, I was battling for my own <laughs> on them. But um, yeah, but I honestly, I can hand in heart say that if, if Celtic had not come in, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone there. And, and as you say, because of your background, because of uh, yeah, it's a, and because of where you've been and that that type of stuff. Yeah, an old brain. Yeah. Well, Celtic's a, a huge pull, isn't it? But yeah. uh, I, I remember. I don't know whether you do, Martin. Me being captain at the time, occasionally you would uh, not confide in me, but would mention things to me. I remember you saying to me that you had aspirations before the Celtic mm. situation. You were saying to want to go and do, go and compete that step further, like mm. Leeds were. Yeah, like yeah. Leeds became, yeah. even though they, they ended up going a little bit yeah. awry for them, but like to go and compete. Yeah, Champions League level. Yeah, and that that was. But in, in my in my silliness, I, I I thought that that we could compete. That was yeah, the exactly. Point. That was the saying. whole point. I that wanted was the ambition. We do that you was want you, you want to compete? Absolutely. Yeah. It was the same time. Perhaps the being sold a bit, yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. time yeah. is of everything. Do you know what? Honestly, the more the more the think about you, you could be absolutely right. You know, maybe maybe it was uh, we couldn't stop if Emil had stayed on. 
And and uh, and Celtic had come in at the time. I, w I wonder whether that would be a, an interesting thought for me. But anyway, yeah. listen, it is it is, it is what, what it is. It, is yeah. and it worked out all right anyway, didn't it? And it worked, you. worked all right, yeah. And Matty, I tried to sign him oh, for no, Celtic, and <laughs> Matty used me to get more money at Leicester City. Which is beans, uh, no. <laughs> there you are. I know. And you think he's a good-hearted lad? <laughs> no. So, oh. No, how can I put? You would that have well? been, you'd have been fantastic. Very large parts of me wish that that, that move had yeah. transpired, but it, it wasn't. It did not happen for the reasons no, that no, I think you Matty, thought at the time. Matty, oh, uh, listen, I, 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 I. It wasn't seriously. as sinister as perhaps you. Thought. Not at all, and I, I, I've never felt that about you, even though I can have a a, a bit of a joke about it. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not the case. Hey, listen. I wouldn't have been doing this podcast here if it wasn't for you <laughs> two anyway. So there we go. Lucky so no, um, <laughs> yeah. I, no serious problem about it at the time. I it would have been great if you if you come up, and I think I think you'd have I think it would have worked out great. But you, listen, yeah. there's loads of reason for people staying on. Sometimes you get used to a little a little area, and you think, well, okay, listen, if I can get a serious, if I yeah. can do better in my deals, there's, I, I don't think there's anything wildly wrong with. It. I might have got upset for about two weeks, but well, two years maybe. Two years, perhaps. <laughs> you know. I, I didn't actually even realise that. The, at the time, it wasn't in my thinking. It was only when you came down with Celtic mm. to play uh, a game that was part of your agreement, yeah, yeah, yes, I think. That's correct. You'd yeah, just become yeah, yeah. Scottish champions. Yeah. Leicester had just got relegated, mm. and it was a bit of a, a strange evening. But John Robertson w was there. Mm -hmm. I was, How are you doing, mate? And he's like, I'm not talking to you. I was like, Why well, not? we weren't relegated last, and I finished no, 14th. We, no, we just got relegated. Was it? Mm. Yeah. Um, this particular, by the time the game, oh, the game was out. on, yeah, yeah. and then he, he informed me that you'd still fallen out. And I was, oh, I didn't even realise. Yeah, yeah, but then, so we, which I was regretful about, and I, I didn't understand it properly. And I've, in a roundabout way, apologised to you a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Don't know whether you accept it or not. <laughs> but then Robbo came to me. He said, "Oh, by the way, Matty, so he wasn't talking to me one minute. He went, Have you got any tickets?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to talk to me now, do you? He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to come to, yeah. albeit yeah. even just a friendly game. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. but no, we're still on good terms with Robbo. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's not in the best of health. No, it's a shame, really. Absolutely, you know. But um, when you see him yeah. pass on every day, I absolutely will do. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, we'll really do. Great. But uh, yeah. oh, I, mean, I suppose Celtic is a is another episode. In itself, I did, it? Yeah, but it what is. A, yeah. What a wonderful time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a fantastic football club, as is Rangers. You know, really, this bit, you know, and um, the the old firm derbies are really something else. You know, yeah, I you get nervous about them beforehand, and then if you've won, uh, it's just the best feeling in the world. And of course, if you lose, it's you know, it's um, it's disaster, an absolute yep. disaster. Mm -hmm. But there's there's kind of no in between, really. But it's uh, no the experiences at Celtic were terrific, really terrific, and you'd have enjoyed the yeah. Champions League <coughs> nights as well too. So we, yeah, they were. Sure. There's some really, really special. The Rangers, the Rangers games at Celtic Park were, I think, were particularly special, obviously, and the um, the uh, European evenings at Celtic are just brilliant. Well, I was lucky enough to get to the the final, yeah. the FA Cup final. You went to it, yeah, in yeah. Seville, in Seville, oh, yeah, yeah. against uh, FC Porto. Porto. Marine. I think it was little Alan was running around. Your your friend little Alan from Wee Dublin. Alan, absolutely, well done. You managed to get myself and yeah. Paul McAndrew. I you, you told me that. But on the, on so the, we actually went to the game. Uh, yes. Uh -huh. 
What a night that was. I know, I know Celtic got beaten in, but what a game. Yeah. I thought, a great game yeah. of football. Yeah. Disappointing three. evening, obviously, for Celtic and yourself. Good and beaten. We lost the match 3 2 yeah. to Porto, who went on to win the Champions, Champions League, League the following year, year with yeah. the same yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. Henrik Larson. Henrik Larson. Yeah. Yeah. Every time they scored a goal, they went they went back to Porto to celebrate. Yeah. You know the you know the rules you know the you know the rules that are setting in now. But you're talking about yeah, yeah. 10, 10 minutes. I'm I am absolutely I'm delighted with it. Mm. But there's nothing yeah. more pleasing to find out that there's an extra ten, 10 minutes, minutes going on in the game. Believe it or not, <laughs> for the throw-ins and the things that the people take, you know, and the number of substitutions that may, people are making now. Yeah. So they're they're right to do. I mean, eventually, I think you should have a clock. You yeah. know, to, and yeah. take it take it out of the referee's hands Correct. completely. Exactly. That's what I think. Else should, should, with it. Yeah, but even yeah. so, it's it's a, it's a good thing. You just yeah. mentioned there about the, the big time atmosphere at Celtic, Champions League nights, etc. I suppose it would be remiss of, uh, of us not to mention Steve Guppy, because mm. obviously he's been. I was going to say a big part of your career. I don't yeah, know. You've yeah. been a big influence on his career, yeah. put it that way. But Gupps is a like, friend of ours still to these days, still in touch. I wonder how he coped on those big game. Right, okay. <laughs> well, he doesn't, he, he hates that phrase, ner nervous. Oh, he does. Nervous, nervous Norris. Norris. Yeah. And I think Gary Parker might have given it to him, yeah. did he? Yeah. Nervous Norris. And he's and fallen out with Emil Heskey Emil as well. Emil yeah. So they've got a little bit of argy-bargy. Emil used on. it in an interview and yeah. Gups yeah. just won't let it go. No. Is that right? <laughs> okay. Well, Gups was brilliant for me. Uh, really terrific. Uh, at um, at Wigan Wonders, I inherited him as a young yeah. player. And um, and he did wonderfully well. Then I fell out with him because um, um, he wanted to. He he came to me at the end of one particular season. We just got promotion into the football league, and um, and he uh, he said, uh, "Oh, Gaffer, there's there's a team in for me at this minute." He said, they, uh, and I said, "Well, who is it? You know? Oh, I can't tell you." <laughs> I can't tell me. He's, I'm the manager. Yeah. He's a player. <laughs> he can't tell the manager what team is coming in from. I said, well, okay. I said, we'll sort that out in a moment or two. But what's the fee? Oh, they don't want to go to a tribunal. <coughs> I said, you're not telling me the name of the team. You're not telling me, but they don't want to go to a tribunal, but they're prepared to, what are they prepared to offer? I think it was about 80,000 pounds for them or something, I guess, yeah. I said, not at all. I said, Stevie, yeah. Anyway, as it turns out, finally get it out of him, it was Newcastle United oh, yeah. under oh, Kevin Keegan. And, and Kevin Keegan eventually uh, spoke to me on the phone. And I said, well, what's all this about? I said, if you want to, if you want to sign the player, just uh, pay the money that uh, our chairman is looking oh, I for. I he went there, yeah. 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 And uh, so anyway, after a bit of, a bit of toing and froing, got signs for Newcastle. It was never going to work for him. You know, he was in at the same time as, as the... Um, Rob Lee, people like All of those players, you know, at the moment. Ginola. And Ginola, Ginola, Ginola yeah. So it was. And then the next thing you know, he's gone to Port Vale. He's gone from Newcastle to Port Vale. Mm. And that's where I signed him from, from Port Vale yes. to Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By which time I'd forgiven him for the whole escapade yeah. of not telling me who the club was in for him. <laughs> anyway, he did great for me. Oops. Oh, yeah. And then he uh, he's got fantastic enthusiasm. He's always got great ideas, mm. particularly with the Republic of Ireland. He was giving me some some fresh ideas about uh, about what what we could do in little training sessions. And remember, we are talking about having very very little time 
to prepare for yeah. matches. You know, you're arriving a yeah. Sunday evening, yeah. some of the lads are coming in, match day minus three. Have you heard yeah. all of these? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nonsense, match day minus. And sometimes you don't even get the player out to Tuesday morning mm -hmm. and the game's on Thursday. Thursday yeah. So, but Stevie still had these little ideas, which I like. And he's always, it feels as if he's trying to learn something new all the time. Yeah. And uh, no, he's been a uh, been a big part of my life, you know. Yeah, that's been terrific. Almost terrific, and they're doing they're doing fine in Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. He and the manager, little manager Gary Parker, or sorry, yeah. uh, Gary Smith. Smith. Have you, do you know Gary? I, I've come across him when when he was at uh, Stevenage. Gary, Gary was a player when I was at Wickham. Okay, yeah. no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, knew, Gary, I knew him as a manager. Yeah. Gary just Gary just kicked all round him, you know, he right. kicked everything in sight, honestly. <laughs> and now he wants to play. He wants to play. Oh, he now. Yeah, yeah. He likes to play football so, now. When yeah. Gary just did, Gary Gary would wait on players coming so that he could was go it? over the top to them, you know. Yeah. And this was not. So was it to copy then? It's absolutely. <laughs> and this was not what Wickham Wonders was about, you know. So yeah. we had to ch kind of chastise him. He never really broke into the side. He played some games for me. Never. Re but uh, well done to him. Yeah, he went well. on. He did well. Yeah. He just touched so. on it there quickly, and again. It would be remiss to... I know it's primarily about Leicester, um, this chat we're having, but the situation, not the situation, but the opportunity arose to play for Northern Ireland, yeah. manage Republic yeah, of Ireland. Yeah. I, I didn't... I never felt it was that, that strange. A couple of things. One... You didn't come across like that? No. Not, well, when I was a player at Northern Ireland, I was the, I was the first Catholic mm -hmm. captain of the side. Yeah. No, so that kind of... Right. <coughs> and, uh, and of course, I was at the time when the troubles were absolute. The troubles in Northern Ireland were uh, absolutely rife at the yeah. time. So it didn't it didn't go down all that fantastically well in a number of quarters. Mm -hmm. But the manager Billy Bingham said, "Listen, if we start winning football matches, you know, yeah. the people will forget Again, about coming it. back to that. Yeah, absolutely. So, and as it turns out, and I was really uh, obviously the uh, 1982 where we reached the quarterfinal, beating Spain out there. Great, great old days." Okay, so fast forward then to me going to Celtic and then becoming manager of the Republic of Ireland. Mm. But there's a big, there's a big, Celtic, a big Celtic connection with the Republic of Ireland. So yeah. going to become manager of the Republic of Ireland, I never felt was going to be a problem for no. me, you know? Never felt it. Also because, as I said to you, that the, um, the roots of Celtic are actually from, from Ireland itself. So yeah. that... that, that that wasn't, that never was a real problem. So where, where are you seeing where, where it might have been? No, well, listen, from an uneducated point of view, I'd say that people like myself might have perceived yeah. it as a possible yeah. issue. Yeah. But for the reasons you've just said. Yes, there, yeah, no, no, it wasn't, yeah. yeah why yeah, it yeah. wasn't so much. Because yeah, yeah. it didn't seem it, it didn't seem controversial mm, no. at the time. It seemed sort of a natural fit, yeah. and also because of your managerial experience. Yeah, I think I think that I you. think that that that, that would have been more than anything else. Yeah, at the time. on top of and, everything, and I think they were great, yeah. happy for you to be on yeah. board, weren't they? I think that, uh, and and over a period of thirty years, you know, life changes. You know, some yeah. some some things. Yeah. So I'm not saying that they um, that everything changes, but uh, some things. I think there's more acceptance of things like yeah. that there now. Is that yeah. the answer you were looking for, Matt? Yeah, pretty much, pretty yeah. much, Gerald. But again, I, you could have asked me that, and I'd have said, "Don't ask him that," because well, exactly. asked, yeah. but you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just <laughs> I'd, 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 don't ask, you don't find out, do you? 
But um, a relatively successful period as well, wasn't it? Qualification. I would, yeah, I think we qualified for the uh, for the Euros. I mean, the Republic of Ireland and the North of Ireland don't qualify for too many competitions. Not too many, so, no. so to do to yeah, do that there was re really great. I'd, um, I, um, I mean, the night that we beat Germany, who were the world champions in Dublin, was terrific. Shane Long mm. scores the goal, and then we go to France and. Um, beat Italy to get through to the second stages of the competition. That was yeah. Robbie Brady scores yes. his header of a goal. And uh, so fantastic experiences. And I can imagine um, what it was like for the likes of Jack Charlton, who, mm -hmm. who really started everything off with the Republic of Ireland, the big crowds that were coming yeah. to watch the games. So again, it's getting back to winning football matches and we were able to win a few. I didn't... Um, I didn't cultivate a great relationship with the uh, with the uh, Irish journalists, you know. Um, yeah. uh, no, and um, so I feel at times, maybe it's just <laughs> me, as if they they actually are trying to um, obliterate our time <laughs> there, as if just pass over, as if it never happened. Yeah. But anyway. Let's get on with it. We'll do it. Do you miss the management game? Yes, I do. Do yeah, yeah. I miss management, but I will always miss it. I'll yeah. always miss it, honestly. And um, I do think there is a thing, uh, I think ageism plays a part, mm -hmm. not, on just, not only in football management, in, in, in life, although Roy Hodgson... Roy Hodgson's still mild to, But Roy knows the Crystal Palace people, so yeah. that, I think there's an advantage there. Um, but, um, uh, yes, I think that um, uh, if there was an opportunity to come up, would I think... Of, there's no such thing as a perfect job. It never has been. Right. But would I would I consider something? I don't know. I, at least at least if it was only for my daughter to change her mind, because my daughter says, "Dad, everybody thinks you're dead." So <laughs> so from that viewpoint, I even just for even just to change her mind so, or something <laughs> over there. I know. But hey, I should put a job. Yeah. Put a job. Yeah. You know where is it? Well, it's in Australia, but it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm managing. So I've, I, I, I would consider, but I don't push, put myself out. And I, sh you, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. You've got to do it. Yeah. You've got to do it. This idea that I think, uh, so somebody could come, could actually say that I'm living in the past because when I was managing and managing successfully at the time, jobs were coming to me. The phone was never. The phone started. was there. Yeah, Always absolutely. Yeah. So I am. I am now. I am now the old actor mm -hmm. who is not getting a part anymore. Right. And um, please, I have to make the phone calls. Right. My daughter said, "You've got to do it, Dad. You've got to do it." Mm -hmm. So I haven't. I'm doing some sort of. Uh, I do punditry work at this minute, which I kind of enjoy. I must admit, and um, uh, you know, so. You got your book as well. Oh, pardon. Oh. I've written the book. Well, mm. Wrote it myself, which is really nice, you know, right. honestly. You did that all yourself, did you? I did it, yeah. How yeah. long did that take you to complete? Um, it, um, probably all told maybe about uh, about six months, perhaps, you know. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. 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 I was so, thinking even longer, perhaps. If you... I, I, I kind of, I, well, I was, uh, I was sent up to the room, like you mentioned about the naughty schoolboy. Mm, I was yeah. sent up to the room by my wife and daughters who would, and they're not living with me, but they would come over. And uh, I couldn't leave the room until I'd done X number of words, if I <laughs> believe it or not, honestly. So, and, uh, and it was all in longhand, you know, sticking it down in longhand. Yeah. So yeah. I've got, which, and as my pages daughter said, pages Daddy, pages. There's, there's easier ways of doing this. But I enjoyed it because that was, that was a bit of fun.
Mm. I don't know. A, a recent new addition, is it okay to mention about at TalkSport? Uh, yes, yes, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing... Amongst other I'm, things. Yes, I'm, I'm down to do a certain number of programmes for them for the, for the course of the season, you know, so... And, yeah, you and yeah. Simon Jordan. And uh, I'm working with Simon, and then I'm doing some sort of... Um, I do do... So they've asked me to do what I do, some cool commentary. I do look forward to listening to you and Simon Jordan mm. and Jim oh, White you. in thank particular. You. Yeah, we'll have a bit of fun. <laughs> that could be interesting listening. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, Martin. Listen, honestly, lads, it's been an great. No, I, it's great. We probably didn't even touch anything, but we. There's plenty more we could have spoken about. Lovely to see you both of you. Yeah. Genuinely, really. Thank nice. you very much for coming Not in. Not at all. It's it's honestly, today. Jerry, absolute pleasure. Yeah. And you Cheers, did. Martin. You did great, and you, good lad. Thank Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming along and thank no, you very much for I the influence say, on our careers as yes. well. No, you you see, I, I think it works both ways. I yeah, honestly, maybe. I think it works both ways. You don't do well, I don't do well. Mm -hmm. And that's where, when Matty said, you know, how do you, uh, you know, adapt yourself to the, to, to, to the players? I think that, yeah, I always think, first thing, they have to play, and they have to play well. I have to try and create some sort of an environment, for want of better words, for them to do it. And I, they need a bit of trust in me, and I do go overboard if somebody does really well. Yeah. But I don't mind doing that. I don't mind doing that because I feel if I praise someone and the praise is, is genuine, it's actually genuine, and it's in the dressing room where all the players can hear it, yeah. then I then I can afford to criticise the player then, yeah, yeah. if that's the case, you know? Well, as I, long as I, I was the recipient of both you got emotions, both. that's for <laughs> sure. With, with, both with respect, both. you would have got more praise than, than criticism. I was luckier than most, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas you... We'll end you, on that note, shall you we? You did super for me. <laughs> you did super, and I'm delighted that you came. That's the point. Yeah. Because you had other offers. It took a while. You know? It took a while. <laughs> <laughs> but we got there. Good place to finish. You should yeah. be proud of him, anyway. I'm sure you are. As he is of you, I'm, I'm mm. quite sure. <laughs>